Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Everybody, it's Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, and you're listening to the Wrestle Talk Podcast. It's out in the night out. You're tuned in to Wrestle Talk. 657-383-1521. We'll be discussing WWE, NXT, Lucha Underground, ROH, Fantasy Wrestling, and we'll have some of the best damn interviews professional and independent wrestling that you've ever heard. And I'm Joe Lance. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle your seatbelts, keep your arms in the vehicle at all times. Wrestle Talk begins in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Enjoy the ride. Oh, I can. 
How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing great. I heard I heard a little bit of my song. I mean, you know, not all of it. I think Rodell's behind that. I really do. Uh, you know, the, you know, we didn't get to the good part, but that's okay. I forgive you. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here with Nightmare Lance, and we're going to have a good show. Well, listen, I don't know how far we are into the show right now, because uh, I did miss the, the uh, first couple of minutes. Nightmare Jones, are you with us, bro? Because I'm not hearing you, man. Jonesy, well, listen, we're we're going to see what's up with Jonesy's audio. We're going to get that sorted out. But, Drake, you were here from the beginning of the show, man. I'm guessing you already know how this goes. We do a little national anthem bit. And I'm curious, have you heard the Carl Lewis yet? Because I know you listen frequently, but I don't know if you've ever heard the Carl, the Carl Lewis bit. So, yes or oh, no? My oh, my goodness. Yes, hell yes, a hundred times yes. That is, that is what, that's just great. I'm telling you, I, that just makes me just smile every time I listen to it. Makes me almost think <laughs> well, about, like, what? the Adele ring announcing. Oh, my goodness. Now, you lay off of Chris Rodell. He's a hardworking individual, and I'm not going to let you slander his name throughout the show tonight, Drake. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, well, maybe just a little bit. Just pick your spots. All right, that sounds fair. That sounds fair. (laughs) I mean, out of the graciousness of my heart, I came on this show to help. I at least get to slander somebody every once in a while. Okay, out of the goodness of your heart, is there a reason that I already have an invoice through PayPal from your people? Is that is – what about that? Damn, Justin's good. My manager's good. Yeah. <laughs> He's always on it. <laughs> Those interns you don't pay anything to, Drake. Jeez Louise. Well, listen, guys, <laughs> we're going to get Josie on the show uh, here momentarily. We'll figure out what's going on with his audio, and, and everything will co- proceed, proceed as normal. But it is great to be back, and I, I want to apologize to everybody because I was very ill last week. Uh, I'm not the kind of guy who gets sick on a regular basis, uh, physically or really emotionally, thank God. Um, but last week was real rough on me, and the guys were like, you know what? You're out for the count. We need your night out. So we're just going to go ahead and postpone the show. And uh, our guests were nice enough to accept the reschedule. And you guys know at the bottom of every single pro wrestling card, there's this little sentence, and it has a little star right behind it that says, card subject to change. So that's what that was about. I was not well, and I didn't want to come on and give you guys a subpar performance. But now that I'm here, we're going to have a great show. We have Nigel Rabbit. Okay, the leader of the Rabbit Empire, ladies and gentlemen, and also personal advisor and consigliere of the Queen of England herself. Drake, when you get a chance to talk to uh, to, to uh, Nigel Rabbit here in about 25 minutes, I know you hit you and him are going to get along just fine. Hell, that introduction alone just made me want to just talk to him even more. This is great. This is great. Well, Look the what you lined time, up for me. Well, the last time that we had him on, he was a little bit late. And apparently he was just getting off of a plane coming back from England, uh, back down to Texas, where he apparently was um, making sure that his mom signed off in her very ill state on her estate before she was completely gone and passed on into the next world. So Nigel Rabbit is the kind of guy that I think uh, is going to be right up your alley. Um, and, that and sounds I say like a that smart as move. disparagingly as possible because both of you kind of make me a little bit sick, if I'm being honest. Oh, come on now. Come on. That is a smart move. What's, what, wouldn't you do the same thing? I'm just saying, business is no, business. No, I would not do the same thing. What's wrong with you, Business Ray is Lee? business. It's Nigel is a dynamic human being. Come on. Oh, my goodness. Well, we're going to have Nigel Rabbit, nevertheless. And then on the second hour, we're going to have a special in-studio guest 
That's right. We've got a brand new promotion popping up, popping up here in the Midwest. They're already making a lot of splashes because they're already working with other promotions as they try to, uh, let's just say, fill some spots at the behest of Caesar. That's right, folks. Jason Gamma, Gladius Arena Wrestling's very own, will be in studio here in the second hour. So welcome to the show, you guys. Get basa, get basa, get basa. Lock in. Get basa. promise these people, Drake Lee, you come in here, you try to kick me out real quick. I don't know what Rodell paid you, but, you know, so I'm just, I, I might as well stay. That's what I heard. What do you think, Nightmare? I think I heard that plain and clear. I, 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 okay, okay. All you got to do is just answer me this one question. What are your thoughts on the snitch? The snitch? Yes. I couldn't paint enough of a gr- I couldn't paint a great enough picture vo- uh, with my words and my dictionary, which is very, very elaborate <laughs> about this niche. Oh, and ha- seriously? But, He's good. Uh, yep, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> come on. Fucking bullshit! Oh, come on. Snitch 2020. Oh, my right? God. Right. Enough of this. Enough of this. Well, listen, guys. We're going to go ahead and kick off the show like we always do with a little Carl Lewis. Enter Timmy. Go ahead and have that ready to go. It's going to be a fantastic show, guys. We're going to spread love as much as we can during this very difficult time. Guys, make sure you're washing your hands. Make sure you're covering your mouths. And uh, make sure you're also uh, participating in the political process. Uh, As you guys know, there's an opportunity to vote today. So no matter what side of the fence you're on, whether you're like me, an AK-47 toting extreme right winger, or you're a tree-hugging, owl-kissing uh, bleeding heart liberal like Nightmare Jones, we don't give a damn. 
we bring people together here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. So make sure you participate in the political process. In a lot of places of the country, they're open until seven o'clock. So we love you guys, and let's go ahead and kick off today's show. Enter Timmy. Let me get some of that Carl Lewis, baby, because episode 288 is going to require everybody to respectfully remove their caps, place their hands over their hearts as we pay homage to the greatest country on God's green earth. That's America, damn it. Oh, 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 say can you see and the rocket red flag? Uh oh. I'll make up for it now. For the land of the free. A tune in my eye every single time. What's up, Melvin? What's up, Rick Rose? Welcome to the Rest of Talk Podcast live on TikTok. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Let's go ahead and get into this hot spot segment, gentlemen. What do you say? Let's go! I'm ready. Let's do it. Come on. segment off, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, it seems that sometimes wrestling fans don't understand logic at times, which is exactly why everybody seems to be complaining about Shayna Baszler renting the Elimination Chamber and how she went through every single person in the Elimination Chamber, how she was the first person to ever defeat every single person in the Elimination Chamber by herself. And, ladies and gentlemen, it's called logic. They want to make Shayna Baszler look like an absolute beast. They want Shayna Baszler to look like a absolute challenge to Becky Lynch. They want her to look like the biggest challenge that Becky Lynch has ever faced. And how do you do that? By having her go gung-ho over every single person that was in that elimination chamber. That is how you do it. Becky Lynch now has an opponent that looks like she is a beast, acts like she is a beast, ran through everybody in the elimination chamber, and people are still complaining about it. It's like nobody can ever be happy. Well, first of all, Shayna Baszler is a damn beast. Complete beast. She, they don't make her look like one. She is a beast. That is completely 100% a fact. She didn't need any help, and you're absolutely right. All WWE fans do is complain anyway. It's true. They can't do anything right, no matter if they you know, brought back Austin. It wouldn't matter to them. It'd still be wrong. Right? And you know what? I, I have my opinions on that topic as well, and, and they're along the lines of what you guys are talking about. But I also want to encourage the members of the WrestleTalk family to dial that number, 657-383-1521. Because I want to throw something else out there, and if you want to be one of those callers, we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. If you went to a show this weekend, or you're getting ready to go to one, like maybe on Friday, KCFW, your boy will be in the house calling the action, okay? 
You can do you can do that. Just go ahead and dial that number and join us right here. We'll make sure intern Timmy gets you on right away. You want to talk about that? That's fine. But you know what I want to talk about, gentlemen? I want to talk okay. about AEW Revolution because we okay. missed last week's show. We missed last yeah. week's show, which means we didn't get an opportunity to talk about that. And you guys know I've been a staunch critic of AEW, okay, particularly the situation with the Women's Championship, okay? We're not going to get into that if you guys don't want to because I feel like it should be a woman who's the women's champion, but that's neither here nor there. What I want to discuss was how impressed I was with what I've seen so far. I'm not done with the pay-per-view just yet. I'll admit I've been out of town. You guys know Oklahoma City, San Francisco. I've been doing different things, okay? But, geez, Louise, how great did they book the beginning of the show, gentlemen? You start with a match with two guys that are guaranteed guaranteed to give you a great match in Dustin and, and Jake Hayden. Two guys who are familiar with working each other, uh, and they have a little bit of an old-school flair and vibe to them, and they know how to pace mm-hmm. a match kind of in that old-school fashion with a lot of guys like I love. And then shortly thereafter, we got kind of the complete opposite, which really kind of got me out of my chair, because typically if I see too many flips, uh, Drake and Joe, I get a little irritated. I'm like, why are these guys not slowing down a little bit and telling a better story? But, man, when you want to talk about going from, you know, uh, whatever speed, 60 miles an hour to 100 miles an hour, then you go and you do the, the Darby Allen uh, Spanish God match, and it was absolutely crazy. Like, it was crazy how great that transition happened. So I wanted to give some kudos to AEW and wanted to know what any of the people who have seen it, even if it's just part of it, like me, what you guys thought about that pay-per-view. Because as a crazy, oh, yes. I have to admit, I have to admit when I'm impressed, and gentlemen, I am impressed so far. Yeah. So far, I'm impressed. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, a- AEW is is a absolutely, you know, a a, a great uh, alternative to the WWE. I kind of get tired of this whole, you know, AEW versus WWE. It's not about AEW versus WWE. It's not about the ratings. You know, this is about the opportunity for wrestling fans to watch other wrestling shows besides the WWE. If you don't like the WWE, you don't have to watch the WWE. I mean, you can watch what, what whatever you want to. There's so much wrestling right now. You know, it's a great time to be a professional wrestler. Um, you know, but AEW has some of the greatest heroes whatsoever, and one of those being MJF. Now, MJF is a classic, classic Heel. He never breaks character. This guy, I don't know if you saw this, Renee, but MJF was doing a, uh, a autograph signing, and this kid wanted his picture taken with MJF. So what did MJF do? He took a picture with him, giving the kid the middle finger right where the kid's dad was standing there. <laughs> Hell yeah! That's that kid was a little. That kid MJF was a little bu- asshole. Hey, wait a minute. What are you talking about? You don't know anything about that kid. Oh, my God. Come on. It's MJF and that freaking eight-year-old that doesn't have anything to go up and bother somebody. Yeah, he's at a contract signing or at a fan signing or whatever the hell you call it. But he doesn't want to be bothered by some kid that picks his nose just like his dad probably does. And, hell, they probably wipe it underneath the couch so their mom can clean it up. Jay Hollywood on Facebook Live, I need you to stop encouraging this kind of behavior. And shout-out to Shelly. Corey, uh, Dewan, Kit 
Reaver, Albert, so many people tuning in live right now. Guys, hit the hearts, hit the thumbs up, and please share this broadcast. Well, I have to say, gentlemen, there's another topic in professional wrestling that I think hasn't even been discussed yet. And that is one of my favorite promos of 2020 so far. And it just happened. That's right. It just happened last night. And, you know, when you think about some of the things that we've already discussed, it feels like we're creeping into a different era. From MJF Mm -hmm. giving people the middle finger to what I'm about to tell you guys right now. Did anybody listen to what AJ Styles said about Mark Calloway last night? This is the first time (laughs) that on scripted television, they say his name. And who could you have picked to do a better job than AJ Styles? It was a freaking work of art. I I have it in my notes here. It says, wow, it's like they finally are letting the experts do the work. And what I mean is, who are you going to trust more? AJ Styles, one of the best wrestlers and talkers for the last 15 years in the game, or a bunch of writers from Harvard? I mean, it's just a matter of time before – get out of here, please. Uh, it's out, out. Can you get it out of here? I don't need it. Thanks. Uh, sorry. What, who are you going to trust more? Are you going to trust AJ Styles or a couple of 20-somethings that just graduated from Harvard that have never stepped inside a square circle? What a huge relief. And guess what? I'm going to call it the AEW effect because it has to feel more right, gentlemen. I mean, it has to feel more real in order for fans like us to buy in. And I was freaking impressed by it. I want to know what you guys thought. Are, Are you guys in favor of this kind of promo where they're kind of peeling back the curtain, knocking down the fourth wall, as they say? Yeah. Or are you more like, hey, maybe they're exposing a little bit more than what they should be exposing during a, a live television broadcast like that? Because if you guys haven't seen it, this was about a, as honest as a promo. He talked about Undertaker's wife being a manipulative person. I mean, it was fantastic. Joe, I know you saw it because I heard you react here a moment ago, but I want to get my thoughts yeah. to both of you guys and then also the callers, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it was was a a absolutely the amazing uh, you know uh, uh, promo by by a a J Styles and uh, you know it, it 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 almost rivals a a promo that I saw last Wednesday that was absolutely amazing and that was Jake the Snake Roberts when he came to AEW and he cut his promo on Cody Rhodes. Now, Jake the Snake Roberts is a master on the microphone, and so I think that they did a great job of giving the microphone to Jake the the, uh, the Snake Roberts because it didn't feel like a, a regular promo. It felt like a real promo. And then last night you had AJ Styles doing his promo on The the Undertaker, and it felt like a, a, a real promo. It didn't feel like a scripted promo. You know, if it, it feels like you know something that is is you know it's 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 real. So that's my thoughts on it. Drake, I gotta yes. hear how you feel about it, man. I gotta hear. Here's how I feel. Do you guys smell that? Do you guys smell what's in the air right now? Because it's just a whole lot of damn money that's just getting ready to be made. It's just getting so great. It's starting to become real again, Renee, even though, you know, God, ugh, Renee, I, you're a good guy. I, you, you're right. I, I got to agree with you on this, I, even though, you know, you're kind of, you know, you know, 
talk down to me earlier. I forgive you. I forgive you. Sometimes well, you, you forget that. Break. I'm going to be honest about it, okay? Oh, it's no, hey, it's okay. Me. Oh, you know, that's okay. You know, whatever. It's okay. Pick on the little guy, the young guy. I get it. No worries. I get it. But I, I have to agree with you here. Get out of here. Carry on. But, but no, no, okay, you're right. No, no, that was it. I was just agreeing. I just smell a lot of money in the air. It's going great. I mean, it's it's getting it's it should be to this point. There should never have been a point where some guy that sat there in his mom's basement comes out one day and starts writing for television. It's just it, it or goes to college. It just doesn't make sense. It, you got to have people that have been around it that know. And we're finally getting back to that point. But what can I have my high spot here? Are we gonna? Are you still? You know. Well, well, listen. If you can't keep up, get off the train, young man. Because I'm, I'm not sorry. Even close I, to being done. Hey, hey, I'm hey, not hey, even hey, close hey, to hey. Being done. Okay, okay, I'll wait. I'll done. wait. I'm gonna I'll throw. Wait. I'm gonna throw another hypothetical out because if we're going in this direction and we all seem to agree that this is a good direction, I'm not sure it's a good mm-hmm. direction for me sitting around watching this with my ten-year-old son. I don't know if that's the right direction, but for me personally, it's great. How would you guys like? And you guys are gonna call me crazy for this. If we continue to move in this direction, we might be able to see things that we never thought about. As we all know, there's been a tremendous amount of heat between Jim Cornette and AEW. Imagine if Jim Cornette showed up with a revival in AEW as their manager. Now, I don't know if his ego or their ego would ever allow it, but now we can start talking about the possibility of things like this because they've got legitimate beef, which is kind of what it needs to feel like now, right? It needs to feel like it's real. Um, kind of like um, the Bucks and Omega and Hangman Page did a good job of trying to convince people that they were really having beef. And I'll tell you what, I give them credit too. We, we all know what it is with the Elite because everybody's a huge Elite fan, okay? They did a pretty good job of convincing us that there was some real animosity there, and then you mix in the alcohol with Hangman. And by the way, the reception that Adam Page got at Revolution from the Chicago crowd really surprised me because people have been really lukewarm on him. But if we're moving that direction, isn't it great to think that stuff like that, Drake, could potentially happen to see? And I know that's the craziest, like, you know, fantasy booking thing ever, but maybe – you know what I mean? Because of the culture that we're in now, anything is possible. And I think for any wrestling fan, that's got to be pretty freaking exciting. Well, yeah. I mean, like I said earlier, whenever there's money to be made, whenever there's money to be made, the wrestlers are going to come. The talent's going to come. So, I mean, it, no matter what animosity there is with anybody, I'm, I, I have a firm believer that the dollar sign can fix anything. And I think that that fantasy stuff is not really fantasy anymore. I think that this is stuff that people can start taking with some with a little bit more consideration than you could have ten years ago, or you could have you know three years ago. It, it's just the it's just the way it is, and it's it's great because, like I said, it's helping wrestling get back to that mainstream platform where where MJF's on TMZ because people want to be social justice warriors, um, you know, and it just it just helps him at the end of the day, and it helps wrestling at the end of the day. So it, I mean, it's great. Dude, that is perfectly and beautifully said. Josie, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I, absolutely. I, I, I kind of got to agree with Drake Lee, one hundred percent. I, I've, you, you know, I've, I've got to agree with Drake, one hundred percent. What can I well, say? Well, I'm just, some t- I'm a man of brilliance. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you what, dude. I'll tell you what. 
I'm glad that we can all come to agreement at least on that topic. Well, listen, we are just a couple of moments away from Nigel Rabbit joining us, man, and the energy in the room is most definitely going to pick up. Uh, make sure you guys follow Nigel Rabbit on social media. He also has his, uh, his faction page. It's called The Rabbit Empire. Look them up. Tell them the, the guys over at Wrestle Talk Podcast sent you. Remember, support, support indie wrestling. That's I-N-D-I-E, not I-N-D-Y. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, now you learn something from your friends over at the Wrestle Talk Podcast. There is one special treat that I have for you guys, and I know it's not in the show notes, but we're going to go ahead at the risk of potentially, you know, getting some sort of disease. We're, we're going to take a little bit of a trip around the globe because it is time oh. to welcome in a guy. Yes, I know, Drake, you're going to have to put your mask on and the hazmat and everything, Okay. But we're going to go down to the Lucha Lounge, down in Tijuana, Mexico, as we bring on my friend, El Luchador, because he's got a quick update for us on all things concerning Lucha Libre. Enter, Timmy, do we have some cool music, maybe some Eddie Guerrero or something that we could play from my man, El Luchador? He's going to give us an update on all things Lucha Libre. Enter, Timmy, hit that music. going today good 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 what you got for us tonight speak up oh, speak up baby oh hello can you hear me yeah, 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 yeah. speak up brother please all right good <laughs> good to know because you know just got well i'm here of course you know with the lucha lounge and everything is good in the world of lucha libre of course there is some uh Sad news to report, though. I want to get that out of the way first. You know, with this uh, whole coronavirus outbreak that's been going on, you know, the big promotions in uh, with C- CMLL and New Japan Pro Wrestling, they're supposed to have the New Japan Cup uh, shows last week and into this week. But obviously, the upper management from New Japan Pro Wrestling DD Pro Wrestling have decided to uh, postpone their matches for about two weeks. So we'll probably see, hopefully, between now and April, more uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling shows as well as their uh, as they resume the New Japan Cup with Ring of Honor and CMLL. Absolutely incredible. Thank you. Thank you very much for that information. Uh, I'm curious to know, I know you're not only a Lucha Libre expert, Luchador, but you also keep mm-hmm. a very close eye on our friends over at Impact. Can you talk to us a little bit about the recent uh, World Heavyweight Championship, not Women World Championship match, but the World Heavyweight Championship match between Taya and Jordan Grace. Can you talk to us a little bit about that as well? Well, absolutely. I mean, I mean obviously that match – that match did take place back in back during their uh, Impact Wrestling tapings in Mexico City, and um, of course, uh, 
tell you, Valkyrie was obviously the longest reigning knockouts champion for Impact, and she obviously thought yeah. that she could beat uh, Jordan Grace in regular fashion she, she, since she beat her before, you know. But obviously this time, uh, I guess Jordan Grace managed to learn a thing or two from their last encounter and beat her for the knockouts championship that night. That is awesome. Josie Drake, any thoughts or questions for a luchador concerning the world of Lucha Libre? This man does a great job of covering everything outside of Europe for us because uh, we have Curtis Black that does the Blackpool for us every every couple of weeks or so. Uh, but you guys have any thoughts on what's going on in the world of Lucha? Because I can tell you, man, just of the recent influx of what I've seen in WWE – uh, Umberto Carrillo is getting an opportunity right now. Uh, Andrade continues to get opportunities. And then we've got uh, Umberto Carrillo's cousin um, that is also starting to make an impact, who is also being managed by Selena Vegas. Yeah. So obviously the Latino influx in professional wrestling continues to be felt even in AEW. You guys have any thoughts or questions for uh, El yeah. yeah, I do. I absolutely do. Okay, so in, my, in, in your opinion, who do you think – is one of the most the the biggest rising star out of out of the lucha scene that that you potentially could think in the next two years would be on any type of mainstream platform or one that's world uh, world recognized. Hmm. Well, I well I believe right now it could be the one that's in the WWE right now, managed by uh by Selena Vega. That is Angel Garza. I mean. He did put a put a good performance last night on Monday Night Raw against Rey Mysterio in a in a losing effort, of course. I would like to see him uh, move forward in in a matter of time. And also, let's not forget let's not forget uh, um what's his name Andrade. Of course, he had a successful United States Championship match against uh, Humberto. That was a that was a pretty good match to see at Elimination Chamber on Sunday night. Of course, I'd like to see. I think, I believe those two are probably going to be bound to have a WWE championship match down the line in the next few years or so. Maybe by WrestleMania 39 or 40 at the most. Who knows what could happen? Knock on wood. Then, of course, you got. I, let's see here. The tag team that I guess everybody's kind of. Uh, I think this tag team is putting them under the bus, but I think they're going to be on the rise too in the near future. And that is Lucha House Party. I mean, I know everybody's saying that they're just fun and games and, and doing whatever. Whoa, 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 like... whoa, 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 Luchador, Luchador, Luchador. Listen, I hate to disagree with you, but how dare you bring up Lucha House Party and not bring up the Lucha Bros? I mean, what, what He you, was what getting there. About? He what was getting there. Get off his back. Oh Get off his back. Come on, right take now? a chill pill. Your blood pressure's as high as Robert's right now. Hey, wait a minute. Exactly. <laughs> I believe it's legal in the state of Missouri, so don't judge, okay? Don't pass judgment. It's all good. It's all good. Because, shoot, I was getting to the Lucha Brothers, too, because, uh, as you know, as you know, they're they're not only on AEW programming, but they're more on the AAA Lucha Libre side, you know? And uh, from what I've found out recently, let's see here. Let me check my notes here. Let me see well, here. Let me I, believe. Lucha, I want to make sure you get to the, you, you brought an MLW in and guys, we're about two minutes from Nigel Rabbit. 
So uh, hold on to your panties, ladies, because Nigel Rabbit will be here in just a matter of moments. But um, you talked about MLW, and you you were the one that kind of brought my attention to it. There's a big show that's going to go on with AAA and MLW coming on, and I want to make sure that I hear about that. But I'm also a bit offended because Drake Lee asked you, well, when is a superstar going to make it to a major promotion? AAA is a major promotion. They run shows around the world. They sold out Madison Square Garden at the end of 2020. Just because they're not an AEW Drake doesn't mean that it's not a, or, or WWE doesn't mean they're not in a major promotion. Okay, I, I got a question about. for you. I got a question for you. Does, does you Fox, does CNN, does CNN, Fox, any news site cover them? The answer is no. Okay, CMC they aren't main. Covering AEW, you said it yourself just a little while. No, ago. I'm talking about AAA. If there's no news site covering no, them, they ain't mainstream. No, based promotion. I'm sure. Hey, CMC they cover Mexico, New Japan. CNN they cover Mexico New Japan. AAA. I'm sure they cover it. CNN Boom. Mexico, TMC Mexico. I'm sure they cover it. Come on. Oh, come on. New Japan gets covered by Fox and CNN and all the mainstream guys. You just, I get it. You're an AAA fan. I get it. AAA, the towing company. But come on. Come on. We aren't mainstream well, yet there. Uh, so much disrespect from, from the one Drake League. Uh, I can't believe I'm paying for these services. It's absolutely incredible. Jonesy, your thoughts before we let go of El Luchador? I mean, you know, I, 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 you know, Luchador, thanks for coming on. Uh, you know, you brought some some good insight. I'm with with Renee. How can you not include the Lucha Brothers if you're talking about the Lucha House Party? Uh, you know, and you know, although uh, though you know, Drake does make a point though. You know, they're not being covered by any news. In America, so all they, they, or not, that is the question. Yeah, I know it's a a shame, but hopefully, hopefully down the line during this decade, they probably will get more exposure. You know, that would be interesting to see. No doubt about it. No, no doubt about it. Well, hey, Luchador, thank you so much for taking us around the world, man. Uh, I'm gonna obviously have to get checked after this trip down to the Lucha Lounge. Uh, but I think it'll be fine. I, I've eaten plenty of tacos lately, and I hear those are high in all sorts of vitamins and minerals. So thank you very much for being here, man. We'll get you down the road in a couple of weeks, brother. You take it easy. All right. I got my you. doctor night, on the way. You got your what? I got my doctor on the way to check me just in case. Uh, I, I imagine you already walked in disease-ridden, Drickley. I imagine that's the case. Ooh. Ow. Do I need a band for that I'm one? Like, I'm not like my buddy Adam Frex, okay? I'm not going to let you walk all over oh, me. Oh, come okay? on. What you put on the big boy pants I was pants there on. at Royal Alliance, and I saw, I saw how you operate, directly. I'm on, I'm on the offensive tonight. I already know how you operate. Oh, so I'm glad. Tighten up that belt. We're getting going now. I can't tighten Ooh. up the belt. Can't you see? I got like six chins, bro. I got more chins oh. than a Chinese phone book. <laughs> okay, That's I, I don't go. Anyway, I don't go for body shape. I don't go for body. Come on, you know me. Just kidding. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, listen, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Lucha Round. We're gonna go ahead and transition immediately into our first featured interview of the evening. He is going to be pissed. We were supposed to have him on about ten minutes ago, and I'll tell you something. The Lord of the of the Rabbit Empire is not a man who likes being made to wait. So, intern Timmy, you know what to do. Go and hit that music as we welcome in 
a longtime member of the WrestleTalk family, the one and only Nigel Rabbit. Welcome everybody to the Nigel Rabbit Show, starring your favorite slimy limey. <laughs> Nigel Rabbit, what's going on? Uh, not much. I mean, besides having to wait twelve minutes. Well, just to... that was Night Owl's fault. That 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 was totally Night Owl's fault. It wasn't my fault. I wanted to bring you on, and he kept on saying. Saying, oh, you know, we'll we'll be one after we, we we get this. I don't think the night owl respects you very much, Nigel. No, don't, no, Jonesy, no. Jonesy, 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 do not fear that I will take my wrath out upon you. I know you have no control over anything. See, exactly. It's a Thank wonder. You, you're welcome. It's a wonder you have control over that mouth you call bowels. But anyway. <laughs> This has been what? This has been at least what a, a month, month and a half that you and I have been trying to coordinate, Renee. Uh, well, yes. Um, obviously, you know, I have to take some culpability here. Uh, things have not been right. Uh, speaking of, you know, bowel movements and such. Uh, <laughs> but we're here now, Nigel, and it is an honor, an honor to have you on the show. I know you've been world traveling. I know you've been out to the Middle East. I know you've been back home. And and now you're back in good old Texas, man. What in the world have you been up to since we last talked to you here on the WrestleTalk podcast? Oh, oh, so, uh, well, you mean aside from my my brief moment of uh, chiding everyone about uh, uh, whether or not Chelsea Green was a believable person when she was uh, exposing behaviors? of a, uh, a certain impact champion. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad that you brought that up, okay? Uh, Drake and Joe, you guys know that there are people that come on this show that keep it 100, and then there's people that come on the show and keep it 1,000. Nigel had an interesting take pertaining to that situation that we talked about about a month and a half ago with Tessa Blanchard and the, uh, the potential racial slur that she was being accused of. Nigel had an interesting take on that. Nigel, can you educate the men? Well, I mean, it's kind of a twofold. It's the fact that there's a number of uh, a number of us in the wrestling industry who, while working as being villains, you know, we try to be as as bad as we can, and sometimes we cross appropriate lines. You know, it's it's kind of along the same lines as. You know, you, you, you go to a WWE event and you, you, your child absolutely loves Kevin Owens. And, oh, Kevin, Kevin, you yeah. know, and Kevin's in the middle of being a no-good Nick. Uh, and, and Kevin stops by and, and yells at your child. And you're like, oh, my God, horrified. How dare you, the bad guy, be mean to my child? Well, I mean, there's, there's a level of acceptability uh, in that. And... Was Tessa trying to be a villain? Eh, possibly. It's entirely potentially true that, that yes, that's what, what caused her to, to make those statements. Uh, I don't necessarily think that was the right thing. 
it's not the smart thing to do. And I certainly don't feel that it's a, a matter of, uh, what was it? The, you had, we had a number of people who were doing that. Oh, why are you saying it now? Uh, because nobody would have cared if someone had said it at the time that it happened. Uh, oh, Tessa Blanchard used a racial slur. Oh, no. Oh, my God, Tessa Blanchard used a racial slur. No one cares until such time as impacts about, oh, we're going to roll out a championship. We're going to give it to this this uh, this second-generation wrestling uh, person. She, and, and, and she's going to get a championship that's normally given out to men, and she's a woman. Look at this. Aren't we progressive? Yes. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry, someone said, she, she said terrible things. Oh, now we have a decision to make. Uh, they made the decision, and uh, I don't know I say right or wrong. Uh, I, I think they went with the kind of decision that got them the most uh, interested looks from persons. Uh, but uh, no, since the last time that uh, I was actually guested on the show, had a number of little things moving along, haven't I? Renee, how much have you been paying attention to the little things that I, I use on social media? Well, I pick and choose how much I actually take in the Nigel Rabbit. Uh, what do I call it? You're falling in Font like of Nigel, wisdom. And I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I'm a little apprehensive because I don't want to buy in to some of the shenanigans. And uh, no, I, maybe that's not the right word. I'm sorry. Maybe that's a little disrespectful. But I pick and choose my spots. But I knew that was something that was uh, quite interesting. And I also know that you've been traveling abroad. And that was something yeah. else that I wanted to ask you about before I throw it uh, to some of my co-hosts. Because a lot of guys talk a big game about going out there and chasing their dreams, so to speak. But you're actually jumping on a plane and making those moves and making the connections in the business that guys that want to go to the next level want to make. So more or less, that's kind of where my second question is leaning. What have you Mm -hmm. been doing to expand the rabid empire, which I was fortunate enough to see you operate. And then it turns out, I mean, it immediately went back because of the way that uh, you like to maneuver in the business world. So why don't you shed some light on it for us? Uh, Well, I, I, this past uh, this past year is actually uh, not well calendar, but more of like past 365 days uh, have been uh, rather uh, surprising for me. Uh, made it uh, uh, escaped the northern climbs of uh, of uh, Kansas, uh, where God, I think the only good thing in Kansas is uh, my my dear friend. Uh, Brandon Gomez and, and maybe this Martinez fellow, um, but uh, uh, firmly escaped Kansas. Very happy about that. Uh, but uh, got an opportunity to uh, work in Pakistan twice over the course of the past 365, uh, with, uh, with with plans to be going back, uh, according to Pro Wrestling Federation of Pakistan, with whom I work. Uh, well, there'll, there'll be uh, three more shows in the coming year, so that's very exciting. Um, well, uh, that's a real quick secondary question. I mm-hmm. saw, I saw a post where you, your face was on like a WrestleMania size banner. Um, yes. I think people underestimate the influence of professional wrestling, and I, and I was given 
Drake a hard time earlier about, you know, AAA, whether they were they're big or not, and, you know, they were kind of arguing yes. with people. It's not in the news, so it's not really big. Like, AAA is huge. But I know the right. one of, in Pakistan one of the, is not something that's often discussed. But you were mm-hmm. on this huge banner, so apparently you were part of some huge show. How big is yes. it in Pakistan? Uh, well, in, in Pakistan, the amazing thing is it's, it's still rather fledgling. Uh, the, the company, Pro Wrestling Federation of Pakistan, uh, I want to say is in their third year. Uh, and uh, this past year was when they started doing international shows. I was lucky enough to be involved in the first uh, international pro wrestling show in Pakistan, as well as having the honor of being involved in the second show. Uh, and the first show, uh, I, I, I want to say he's a, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, if I recall correctly, a AAA superstar lowrider, uh, and then uh, AEW star uh, Sammy Guevara uh, and myself were on the first show, uh, mostly due to the fact that uh, uh, as, uh, as things inevitably go, when you're doing something for the first time, you're going to have some missteps. Uh, and so while it was a very successful show, and I want to say we had something to the tune of uh, uh, 5,000 people at, uh, at this first event, uh, but it was just the three of us. We were the only international talent on it. So myself, Sonny Guevara, and Lowrider were the only uh, international stars working with these tremendously, tremendously passionate Pakistani wrestlers, young men who are, very excited about being involved in professional wrestling and very excited about putting together a product uh, that harkens back to uh, the, the uh, old WWE uh, wrestling, from, well, at least old for, for these lads. These lads are all tremendously young people, so, you know, harkening back to the 2000s. Um, our second show was much more diverse. Uh, we had... Uh, we had uh, three wrestlers from Greece, uh, Phil Bain, Kane and Abel, uh, Oblivion from a company called Zima in Greece. Uh, we had uh, Alex Cuevas from Singapore. Uh, we had uh, Shian from uh, the United Arab Emirates. Uh, uh, we had El Patron, Alberto Del Rio, uh, and uh, Rhino and JTG. Uh, Lou Gotti Sterrett, who is, or sorry, my apologies, Lou Gotti, Lou Gotti Sterrett is uh, his old ring name, Lou Gotti, uh, who owns and operates the DFW All Pro Wrestling School uh, and is the uh, promoter and operator for VIP Wrestling as well. Uh, we, we just had such a tremendous outpouring of talent on this. Uh, oh, I'm, I almost forgot. Uh, we had Matt Cross as well. How can you forget Matt Cross? The man's amazing. Hell yeah, dude! I loved him in Lucha Underground. He's fantastic. No, oh, yeah, no, and and you know he's an he's one of those talents that, on top of being incredible in the ring, he's just an incredible person. Very down to earth, very humble, very human. Uh, same with Rhino. Rhino was uh, was uh, amazing uh, to to deal with. Um, Alberto Del Rio was an incredible professional. Uh, was a real honor to, uh, to to work with these gentlemen to uh, share some knowledge and, and to really uh, really get a, a good feel for 
what professional wrestling can achieve, what professional wrestling can bring together, because there was just such an amazing sense of camaraderie. Uh, uh, and as a matter of fact, it was in Pakistan that uh, I, I received news about the, because uh, as you asked earlier, what have I been up to? Um, I'm actually uh, involved at, at, I guess a, a, you say, a ground level uh, with one of the uh, fastest rising national television product professional wrestling program uh, to come out of North Texas, uh, and that's SWE Fury. Uh, and, and we got the announcement that we were going to television while I was in Pakistan. But I, I came back from Pakistan and almost immediately went to uh, a TV taping. Uh, and uh, we've had, uh, was it three, three, four TV tapings? I think three TV tapings uh, and a couple of house shows. Uh, we're actually available on, uh, uh, actually, you go to Fight TV right now and look up SWE Fury, and you can watch uh, the first uh, the first episode. I think the second episode on SWE Fury drops Thursday at 6 p.m. Central. Uh, but uh, if, you, uh, if you don't want to bother logging into something, you can always watch on... Uh, uh, on uh, uh, Right Now TV, which is available to uh, any uh, Roku Box owner, any Roku Box subscriber. You just download the Right Now TV app, uh, and you watch at, uh, uh, see, it's uh, 10 o'clock Central on uh, Mondays and Thursdays, I believe. Uh, And then we're also on uh, a channel called The Action Channel. uh, And literally... Just got the news today uh, that we have signed a, uh, a television deal with the local television affiliate here in North Texas, and so we're going to be on uh, CW33 TV, uh, and that's going to open up a lot of opportunities and a lot of avenues, uh, things like uh, advertising revenue and, and the like. So a lot of exciting things uh, going on, a lot of exciting movement going on for myself and others, and. Uh, involved in North Texas wrestling. Amazing. Well, Drake, I know you've been chopping at the bit, excited to get an opportunity to talk to Nigel. Uh, Obviously, you know, he's doing a lot of big things to help uh, the growth of professional wrestling, uh, not only here in the United States, but clearly uh, on the other side of the planet. Why don't you jump on in here with any thoughts or questions that you might have uh, for the leader of the Rabbit Empire? Well, I, I, have a, I have two questions. My first question is, Nigel, how did it feel that Renee deflected his heat from you because he was late yet again, and he tried to put it on me by talking about and putting words in my mouth about AAA? I, that wasn't – come on. Word for word, that wasn't I mean, even I, close. I, but how do you feel about the deflection? I, 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 was, I, was actually, I was actually listening to the show because I signed on on time, uh, and uh, – uh, Jonesy greeted me quite warmly. Thank you, Jonesy. Uh, and then I got to listen to all of that. Uh, so, I mean, the fact that Renee deflects just tells me that he's the real villain because he doesn't accept responsibility for his actions. Uh, but I do also have to point out, right, you kind of seem like, uh, uh, you know, pay no attention to the things that I said about uh, AAA. 
Uh, well, look at Renee. What a dick he is, huh? huh? Right? Renee's a dick? Yeah. It's a bit rude, don't you think? Uh, you know, uh, six to one, half a dozen the other, you know. Kind of, kind of there. I see I mean, your the, point. I get it. I get it. I mean, I mean, it's 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 still six, no matter how you you cut that. I don't I don't understand how it's six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. They're both a half a dozen in both hands, or both six in both hands. Did you not actually use that colloquialism and confuse a human being? They could not understand what I was saying. They just stared at me and went, "What? I don't get it." And I went, oh, yeah. "American schooling." I know. I know. Yeah, this uh, man disrespects America, and I'm the bad guy. Okay, whatever. Okay, okay. I'm gonna do my Joe Pesci. Okay, okay, fine, fine. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Whatever. Renee, I'm only I'm only disrespecting American education system. And if you really feel well, that, that all? I'm in error, if you really feel like I'm in error, you go right ahead and you pit your uh, pit any any uh, let's say. Ten-year-old child in America against, let's say, any ten-year-old child in Japan. He's right. He's right, Renee. Come on. You bet. You're trying to bait me into something I don't want to be a part of, Nigel Rabbit. Why don't you carry on with your questions, frankly? Because this is no, no. You're not. You're not baiting me, Nigel. I know how you operate, and I, I'm tapping out right here. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like you. Uh, I'd like to welcome you to the Nigel Rabbit Wrestle Talk podcast. As uh, Renee has tapped out, I am now the owner. Uh, Jones, no, wait a minute. I expect, I expect caviar, champagne, and a muzzle. On uh, uh, Mr. Martinez. Uh, <laughs> Maybe if you put like some Starburst in it, I'd be cool. Well, hey, Drake Lee, go ahead. Your second question. <laughs> I cannot wait for this ownership change. This is going to be one of the best wrestling talk what years we, ever. Where is this show going? What is wrong with you guys? You really talk about wrestling. You guys are trying to get me evicted from my own show. What is wrong with y'all? Take a, take a evicted, mate. You, you gave up. Everyone heard it. We play back in the tape. On that topic, on the topic, Nigel Rabbit, on the topic. You didn't. Like you didn't. Queen. No wonder England you, is in shambles. Oh, oh England's hey. in shambles because we've been paying attention to the prime minister. That's God. If they're paying attention to me, things have been all right by now. But no, <laughs> we have to listen to the, to, to a PM. He's right. He's not even Tylenol. What a terrible PM. <laughs> I do. I was waiting for your blood pressure to go down. Jesus. Okay. You guys gotta relax. <laughs> Nigel, my my, I got my notes here from one of my assistants, and, he's, and I've seen that you've been a. And by the way, congratulations on all the success with uh, the promotion in North Texas and, and packaging. Thank That's you. actually really Thank incredible. You. That's like every wrestler's dream is to be on a television taping at some point in time, no matter who it's for, and just to do that. Right. Stuff, that's Absolutely. Really incredible. Um, no, thank you very much. Not, Oh no, no, the pleasure's mine. Seriously, um, but I had my notes here that you were—you've done a lot of things in the in the wrestling world. You've—you've you've been a commentator, you've been a play-by-play mm-hmm. commentator. I mean, you've done it mm-hmm. all in the commentator stick, manager, ring announcer. Mm-hmm. There's had to have been a special moment in this 11 years that you still remember to this day. It might have happened 
a month ago it might have happened, you know, 10 years ago. Is there one moment um, in any one of those roles that you look back to for inspiration to keep going whenever times get tough? Um, or, or do you use it to kind of motivate you to, to achieve another moment uh, that's better than that? Yeah, that's a, that's a very, very interesting question, uh, especially because uh, before, before Renee had the, the, I guess at this juncture, it would be the displeasure of meeting me. Um, actually, right before, uh, probably six months before, I'd shown up uh, in uh, uh, Midwest Elite Wrestling. Uh, I had actually gone through a divorce and was dealing quite seriously with uh, with, with depression. Um, I, I had had some, as I think all, all people do, some seesaw back and forth. You know, things are going wonderfully. One minute you're like, "Yay, everything's great. Nothing's ever going to slow me down," and then you you, you either hit a, a you know, extended patch of, of not really anything, or you hit one really rough point, you're like, oh, it's all terrible, it's rubbish, I hate it all, I just want out, you know, uh, uh, and going going through that, going through my divorce, because uh, it's something that, that we've never touched on uh, on the uh, the uh, Russell Talk podcast, it, is, it was actually my wife, the, the now ex-wife, who had gotten me my first spot in professional wrestling. Uh, my audition, and we'll save this story for another day, but my audition was so terrible uh, that uh, they didn't want me. But my, my at the time, my, my you know, uh, fiancé had done such a lovely job uh, that they wanted to hire her, but they didn't know if I was going to be the type of fellow that would do the whole, oh, if you don't, if you don't want me to do it, you can't let her. I won't let her do it. You wankers make me cry. Yeah. Um, right. Which that's not my personality at all. Uh, but so they they hired us both with the intention of you know all right you know if he's terrible you now and we tell him he's terrible after he does a live thing in front of people he's not really going to argue with us when we go oh you're rubbish mate uh, and so I showed up and wasn't rubbish and it was really surprising for everyone. Uh, so my, my entire wrestling career, every literally everything in my wrestling career falls back to that moment when, when when someone said, you know, she's great, we want her. And so when my marriage fell apart and, and I was I, I was dealing with it uh, as best as I could, I, I'd taken uh, a step back. I'd stepped away from every company that I was working for except for the one company that was doing, oh, we're not going to let you, uh, we're not going to let you unbook. You just... You know, you, you you got you got a booking once a month with us, uh, and you just you know, just keep coming. That was Texoma Pro Wrestling, uh, but uh, even the company that I was doing booking for, East Texas Championship Wrestling, even even they you know, they wouldn't see me. I'd, I'd get like a phone call from the owners, like, all right, so you know, what's the plan? Well, you know, uh, I go here. I I wouldn't even I wouldn't even book the talent. I just reach out and go look. Uh, call this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Uh, this girl, this girl, and this girl, and uh, we're going to go ahead and do this match, this match, and don't change anything. Uh, and then when things change, you know, you call back and say, all right, well, we changed a few things. Don't be mad. <laughs> um, but um, uh, one, of, one of the, the problems with being a human being is, is our material nature. We, we, 
when things are, are up and great, we're like, yes, nothing can stop us. Uh, right. And then, you know, you, you have something really horrendous, throw a, a monkey wrench or a, a bit of sand in the gears, and, and all of a sudden, you know, everything stops. You're like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Um, uh, since since the success that I've, I've been enjoying this past uh, probably, probably past year, almost to the day. Um, since since I've been enjoying that success, um, I I haven't run into too many moments where I, I've had to, you know, look at either an empty calendar or, or uh, you know, look at a screw up and go, oh, you know, I need I need something to push me forward. I've just been kind of soldiering on just you know, I there's some days I don't even I mean I'm I'm still mystified it's March if that gives you an idea uh because you know things things have been so so amazingly blessed um I've been very very fortunate and I hope that other people uh especially with the way that professional wrestling is really starting to uh really starting to percolate and really starting to Tremendously boil in this country. I mean, because you've got WWE doing things WWE has been doing for decades, uh, and then you've got uh, AEW, which is you know doing all the things that that we as fans uh, of competition in professional wrestling, as far as companies are concerned, all the, they're doing all the things that we are suddenly going, you know, oh, we want WCW to do this, or, or later we want to do, we want TNA Impact to do this, and, and then we've got Impact. Um, who's doing remarkably well? I, I really have to say, I expected, uh, I expected them to to uh, uh, pack everything up when uh, when when they started that uh, the, the business deal with uh, uh, with Billy Corrigan and, and you know going, oh no, Billy, you can't have this company. We were pulling it away from you, and, and I really expected them to just you know just die. Uh, but they've been doing some tremendous business as well, uh, and then you've got uh, MLW, which you know, I've I've had the uh, the blessing within the uh, past couple of months uh, of helping out uh, uh, backstage and ringside uh, when they come into Dallas, uh, and then you've got uh, Billy Corrigan. When I'm not I'm not going to be dissuaded from you know the problems with you know with Impact. I'm going to go ahead and buy the NWA. And look what, look what he's doing with the NWA. He's making the NWA uh, a, a really solidly viable product again, something that people get excited about. Absolutely. Uh, and you've you got Ring of Honor and Evolve doing tremendous business. Uh, and I really hope that SWE Fury, uh, by the end of this year, will also be you know in, in that category of you know when you list success stories of what's going on on a national product level, you have to mention SWE Fury as well. Uh, I mean, we, we've got a, a lot of tremendous talent, and we've got uh, a, a lot of amazing momentum behind us. I mean, we're literally only a year old, and when I say literally only a year old, we've only really been pushing as a, hey, we're going to solidly run this as a, a potential television product since August of last year. Because we did a, oh, we, we did our first, show. yeah, no, it's it's been amazing. We did our first show. I want to say it was uh, um, beginning of March, if I recall correctly. 
Uh, I, can't, I can't remember the exact date now. That's but, incredible. Uh, we did a we did we did a show at the beginning of March, and it was it was literally a charity program. Uh, it was put together by uh, a gentleman who uh, I had worked with very heavily when I was working with East Texas Championship Wrestling, uh, and uh, uh, he had had an opportunity to do something. Uh, on a charity level and got very excited about it and started building the idea behind it um, and started talking about it with all the people in town with the exception of uh, one of the owners of East Texas Championship Wrestling who, uh, unfortunately for them, decided that, you know, we're not going to let him tell us what we're going to do. This is our company. We're going to do. Uh, and so they mixed the idea uh, out of, you know, just complete, no, we're not doing it. And so he stumbles at this pub he works at. He stumbles upon a fellow who used to work with a uh, uh, gentleman, Chris Adams, and, and uh, work with uh, Scandal Rackbar uh, and put shows together with them. And, you know, he's, you know, he's good friends and, and good friends with uh, uh, Greg Van and Valentine and you know, got connections all in those directions. And so they started running, you know, hey, let's go ahead and do this. And they put this show together and, they drew tremendously. I mean, normally in that town, I think the, the best house we had as East Texas Championship Wrestling, I think we had maybe a uh, 200, 250 maybe uh, person house, which is really good for us. I mean, we did a really great job. Um, when I walked in to the auditorium, uh, as a matter of fact, if you look on uh, uh, SWE Fury Wrestling TV Show's uh, Facebook page, uh, the reason why I said that awkward name is because that's the name you look it up as, SWE Fury Wrestling TV Show. If you go look on it, they just posted up some pictures of that very first show today. As a matter of fact, uh, I, I happen to be lucky enough to be in one of those pictures. Uh, uh, the, one of the first pictures was uh, uh, Danny Saint squaring off against a magnificent Malico with myself in uh, Malico's corner. Uh, but we had close to six, 700 people in that venue and, and we had never had that many people before. So it was very exciting. Uh, fast forward to, uh, see, I think it was like four or five months later. And we're in Canton, Texas at the Canton Civic Center uh, with uh, something like, I want to say just shy of 1,100 people. Uh, mm. We did our, our first TV taping with that. Um, and then, uh, you know, did a little bit of shopping around, a little bit of marketing. We did a house show in November with plans. All right, we're, you know, house show in November. We're going to do this show like second week of uh, January. and We're all set. And then I get a message while I'm in Pakistan because, uh, I mean, you know, Wi-Fi is a blessed, a blessed thing. I get a message on my Facebook and it says, hey, guys, um, we got a TV deal. Uh, we need everybody who's available to let us know if they're going to work on the, I think it was the second, the third, I think it was the third of uh, January 2020. That's going to be our first official TV taping under uh, uh, under this this TV banner with his folks right now TV. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'll be back in town by then. That's not a problem. I'll be long back in town. I'm excited about this. Let's do it. Um, and then uh, um, at this point, the rest seems to be history. We've We've got uh, something like, uh, uh, want to say, a, a uh, close to a dozen episodes in the can. Uh, we've we, we just actually 
restarted broadcasting. What was it? Um, last week, I think, was when we we because we, we still we were running from. Uh, I, I forgot the. Uh, I want to say it was like the second or third week of January that we were running on Right Now TV. And we were running for a little bit, and then they went, "Hey, uh, we got this deal with the Action Channel. We got this deal with Fight TV." And let's just go ahead and reset everything. So let's start from, you know, what we're going to do is episode one. And so we started with uh, with episode one, which I believe is actually episode listed 104. So season one, episode four. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, we've we, we, we done, we done some great things. Of course, you know, brand new product uh, with uh, people who have been involved in telly, but not everybody has been in, has been in front of the camera in this aspect. So we've got a lot of moving pieces that we're trying to align properly. So there's a couple of rough, uh, rough spots, but I mean, it's a really exciting thing to be involved in. Um, almost broke my ankle uh, in the, uh, uh, in the second TV taping. Last match of the night, I fell downstairs and uh, landed poorly on on my way to the ring. So, uh, oh God! Anybody, yeah, anybody watching that sees me earlier in the show going, "All right, Nigel seems to be okay, no problems." Walking back and forth, not an issue. Nary an even wince on his face, and the next time you see me, I'm uh, I'm limping and using uh, uh, my bodyguard as a human cane on one side and Winston on the other. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, didn't even make it on, they didn't even make it on the television. That, that was, that's the craziest part. Cause, that, cause it's one of those <laughs> things. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, it's it a crazy, it was, the venue was dark and the spots had just come off of us. I was coming out last with my bodyguard behind me. And, and as I was coming down the stairs, I, I've been up and down the stairs three, four times already that evening. And I hit the first step, no problem. Second step, I missed it right down. Um, landed very badly. Uh, and uh, had to make it to the ring because I had work to do. Uh, you know, did my work. We, we had a great match. Uh, and, uh, you know, we won because that's what we do in the Rabbit Empire uh, is mm-hmm. win. Uh, except for this past house show, which is really disappointing for me. But life, life goes on. Um, but I'm and really blessed with being. I'm sorry, John. Yes, that is 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 absolutely true. That is what Nigel Rabbit does. Is he wins? He absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what. He's getting a shout out. Don't be, he's getting a shout out. From uh, the leader of the uh, was it the Rocky Mountain Mafia? Do I got the Silver Mountain Mafia? The Silver Mountain Mafia. Silver Mountain. Johnny Rocco watching and tuning in and sending a tip of the cap to old Nigel Rabbit. Any, any thoughts for Johnny Rocco, real quick, Nigel? I love Johnny Rocco. I really do. He is a tremendous fellow, and and I think I think that anyone that says any ill words about Johnny or, or his uh, Silver Mountain Mafia really just doesn't understand anything about anything. I mean, Johnny <laughs> Rocco is, is – that's what's right with Shout America, Johnny. Johnny Rocco. Yeah, Johnny Johnny is a man, no doubt about it. Joe, what, what did you have in mind, bro? 
Um, you know, I, I just have one really quick question, and then we can get into the shooting shout, shout segment because I know that, that, that Nigel has a very, very busy schedule, and, you know, there's, there's you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting messages from intern, intern Timmy. So, so, Nigel, my question is this. There was a wrestler by the name of uh, MJF. Maybe you've heard of him. Uh, he wrestles yes. for AEW. And MJF is a... He is a classical heel. He he hardly ever breaks kayfabe, and there was reports that he was at a uh, autograph signing, and this this little boy came up and asked for his autograph, and wanted to take a picture with him. So you know, MJF being the nice guy that he that he is, he 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 gave the guy you know he gave the the kid the opportunity to take his picture, but as the, they were taking the picture. He literally flips the kid off. And, of course, his dad got all mad about it. And, you know, I want to know what what your thoughts about that. You know, somebody, you know, constantly playing the heel 24-7. Yeah, I want to well, hear that. First of all, let me let me say this about MJF. Because MJF, uh, he's not just uh, AEW, but he also works for uh, – um, uh, MLW, and he's also worked for one of the company, uh, one other company that I've worked for. Uh, although we never crossed paths there, we were at. Uh, uh, he worked for Inspire Pro Wrestling uh, down in the Austin area. Uh, I, I was actually lucky enough to have an opportunity to, uh, uh, when I was working for MLW, uh, um, you know, doing the, the backstage and, and uh, the uh, uh, ring crew type things. Uh, I had a chance to to uh, meet with him, uh, top 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 notch, really solid professional, good good fella, um, you know, very 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 much, at least in my estimation, uh, something to be aspired towards that that kind of professionalism, that kind of uh, work ethic. Uh, now, as far as is him doing that to a fan. Um, that's that's really just classic professional wrestling. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, I I I find it. It's kind of like I, I made mention earlier the the, the time uh, there was a fan who, oh Kevin Owens, I know you're a villain right now, but come in, you know, my kid loves you, thinks the greatest thing, and Kevin Owens gets in the kid's face and yells at the kid, and suddenly the parent goes all sorts of social media nuts. Oh, wrestling's so bad, and he would have yelled at my child. And I'm sitting going, he's a villain. Why? Why would you want a villain to do anything other than be a villain? I mean, I know that there are guys who, 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 who don't always be villains when dealing with kids. I'm... Uh, you know, you, you will catch me doing one of three things with children when it comes to uh, them uh, coming up to me uh, for autographs or for other things. Uh, and th- that is I will either uh, promptly get into an argument with them because they have besmirched my character and called me a cheat, and I never cheat. I never cheat, Renee. <laughs> How do you say that? With a straight it's face. Absolutely I, true. I can't even see you right now, and I know you're. I don't know. Okay, but please continue. Continue. How do I say <laughs> it with a straight face? Well, because, and first of all, it's 2020. We're not supposed to be concerned with whether or not someone's face is straight. 
but I happen to be heterosexual, so that's how I say it with a straight face. God, what are you bigot. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, know, you took that one way in the left field, but all right, whatever. It's your uh, world, man. I'm just sitting here trying to get a nut. <laughs> that's what we've heard. That's what we've heard. And that's why you're not well, in well, the anymore. Uh, oh, but uh, the the other thing the other thing that I will right do is right you, you, <laughs> yes uh, the other thing that I do is, is uh, I will I will try and browbeat the child into purchasing merchandise uh, okay. and when I'm feeling when I'm feeling when I'm feeling particularly nice uh, because at the end of the day it is all for for the fans and, and you know. I want them to. I want. I want the children to absolutely hate me when I'm ringside. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, you know, I, I will do this, uh, and I do it more uh, now and then. Uh, I forget where I got. I think I was working for Metroplex Wrestling when I first did this, and we were doing. Um, we we were we were the the the, the featured uh, faction, I guess, to to take pictures with fans in the ring. Uh, uh, before so, uh, this was during a time where, where the company was, you know, everybody who who you know, paid online could get in early, and you know, you buy merchandise, you do a little meet and greet, and this was part of the meet and greet. And there was this little boy who wanted to take a picture with us, and it was myself, Kenny Steele, uh, and the Kingsman, Michael Schaefer, and, and Larry Canis. Uh, and I went, you know, it's, I mean, taking a picture with. With us as villains, it's got to be kind of boring. You know, I mean, we can't do friendly poses. We can't do, you know, pick them up. We can't do, can't do anything to make the picture special or make the picture extraordinary. Uh, make it a special moment for, for the person like, like the baby faces can. What can we do to make this? And so uh, I gave the child uh, Mrs. Thatcher, but Mrs. Thatcher before she was wrapped in barbed wire. Because you never give a child Mrs. Thatcher if she's wrapped in barbed wire. Um, uh, Miss Manners, page 463. Like a cricket bat. Yeah, that's what that's. Yeah, okay. Not not a bat for crickets. That's stupid. Why would you give an insect a bat? No, it's a bat for the game cricket. Anyway, uh, gave it to this (laughs) child. Uh, And then I turned around and looked at the lads and said, uh, all right, I need you to look terrified. I told the little boy, I need you to hold that up and point it at them like they're next. And he's like, okay. And then I just went and kind of just flat on my back, just, you know, like I'm like, like he just waffled the hell out of me, knocked me smooth out. Uh, and the guys are looking terrified. And he's there holding, little boy's holding the cricket bat. And I've been doing little things like that ever since. I was, as a matter of fact, we were doing a house show in Canton, and I, uh, I had about, five or six kids come up for pictures. Well, and you know, can you take a picture with my child? Sure, yeah, why not? Uh, And you know, I I try to make things like that special. But let's be honest, there's nothing wrong. I mean, I know on a social, on a societal level, there's something wrong with a a, 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 an adult male uh, flipping a child off in a picture, Uh, and there's no. But there's, there's no supposedly Jonesy. I've seen the pictures. He did it. It's brilliant. He and I saw it, it yeah. and I and I and I died laughing because the man is genius. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I, there, there's at some level I wish I was 
that comfortable with my position in professional wrestling to be willing to do that to a fan. Um, but let's let, let's remember that it, it's doing things like that that's acceptable. Not uh, what was it? There's I saw just a a video clip of it just the other day where there was a a, a tag team coming to the ring and uh, one of the, the last the last of the two coming to the ring stopped and he you know kind of you know looks like he's going to give the kid a, a you know a, a five or something and pulls his hand back and spits on the child and then starts walking and his dad or, or the child no little girl little girl's dad little girl's dad comes running and just starts beating him from behind I'm sitting there going you know ah that's what you earned. Um, you have to be very careful about what you do in that. And if you're going to if you're going to a heel and you're going to try and get some kind of you know attaboy, some kind of friendly interaction with a heel, and you get the exact opposite, provided they've not laid their hands on you uh, or their saliva. In the case of that horrible human being, uh, you know, there's, I mean, that, that you shouldn't expect any less. I mean, we're villains. It's our job to be villains. Some of us take our I job see. either uh, more seriously or because um, uh, I'm. I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to imply that I don't take my job as seriously as, as MJF does. Now, um, it's my job to be a bad guy. It's my job to make people hate me. Uh, at the same time, uh, I, I also want to make sure that I uh, I give something back. Maybe it's because, in a lot of ways, I'm still very uh, maybe sentimental is the right word. Uh, well, I don't want to ruin things for for people. I, as a matter of fact, I got a promo at the show uh, this weekend, and I made a crack about you know, uh, I was telling telling a guy that that I was managing that night that he doesn't have to. A young man by the name of Matthias, very talented young man, uh, telling him he doesn't need to be try to be these people's friends. You know, they they you know they they, they don't have all the teeth in their head. And one one of a a recent fan of mine. Um, unrealized by me, unre- a, a recently acquired fan of mine, uh, does not have a full head of teeth. Uh, and, and he told me that his, his, his daughter, who was with him, had said, don't cheer for him anymore because he's talking about you because you don't have all your teeth, Dad. And so he sent me a message going, hey, um, now, I just wanted to let you know that, that my child had this interaction with me over that, and he thought my comments were great. I, he died laughing. He thought it was brilliant, uh, and he asked. He, 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 but he did ask. He's like, "Was was I inspiration for that?" And I was, and I was like, "Oh God, no!" Um, because you know, the last thing I want to do is offend somebody to the point where they walk away from professional wrestling and don't come back. You're you're right. Uh, you're, you're right, though, Nigel, because I, I've seen situations where someone's trying to make an earnest attempt to get heat, and it's not perceived very well. You know, as being a yes. victim of Brooke Valentine <laughs> trying to ruin my $60 New Era ball cap and Marty Bell stealing my beer, I know how you can be put in a position where that might actually piss you off. You know what I mean? All right. So, kudos so to just, you. Just, I tip my cap to you for making an effort to make sure that you strike a balance. So, 
I, I want to give you the opportunity, man, uh, just before we close this segment out. Um, to oh, you think I'm done? Let us know again. You think, you, let us know again. You think, you think I'm going to finish? What you got going on? You, you, you think I'm going to stop talking? Well, you, you, actually, you actually... You actually, you of actually think yes. that he delays, no. yes. he delays you, you, for your interview yes. night and he makes you cut it short. I do expect that. Got started. You, oh my God. No, no. Here we go with the Marshall hearts flying across the screen. Really, Sean? You, you tapped. Didn't you? Don't you remember this? You tapped. <laughs> this is now the Nigel Rabbit. Oh my God! Put this on mute. I can't deal with this. I thought Drake Lee was bad. Now I got to deal with this. Are you being serious? <laughs> my goodness. Oh, the only oh, bad my. guy here is you. <laughs> oh, no, you stop that. You stop that. You know what? Because I got a, a guest in the studio right now, and I still got to get to the FWWC. You know what? So oh, I'm going to okay. go to the bathroom <laughs> oh, and go okay. get some whiskey, and then you guys let me know when you're ready to move on. That's fine. That's fine. You can sit here here. I'll be back in five minutes, and we're coming back with Gladius Arena Wrestling. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> this show is ridiculous. Mm. They just me off my own show. I can't believe it. God love them. I mean, for the record, no one kicked him off his show, for everyone listening. You all heard it. He tapped. He didn't want to be a part of it anymore. So I want to thank you all for joining us at uh, Nigel Rabbit's WrestleTalk podcast uh, with, my, uh, with my co-host, Nightmare Jones. Uh, and we're talking with uh, Mr. Drake Lee. Uh, Drake, how have you been enjoying the show so far? Oh, my God, it's been absolutely wonderful. I wasn't supposed to do this today. I got a phone call, and I, I said, yeah, I'll do it just because Nigel's on, and I'm just, I'm loving it. Well, I, I really do appreciate having you on my show uh, because it's been a long time since I've had a podcast, uh, and and I've missed it. I didn't realize how much I missed it. Um, Can I just say something like this? You're doing such absolutely. a... a Compared to Renee, you've just taken the show to a whole new level, and I just I'm just glad that it that you're you're finally here to to uh, to bring the show up to up to par. I mean, just night and day different. Oh, oh I, I I'll be honest. I I don't think that it's I don't think that it's a me thing. I know that that previously previously it was a a, a Renee thing, uh, but uh, no no this is a collaborative effort uh, with all of the artists involved. It's very much like. Uh, Live Aid, yes. Uh, it, it's Live Aid, and uh, you know what? We'll give Renee. Renee can be Bob Geldof. Uh, he got things started, but uh, uh, but he really he really didn't have everything masterfully done. Uh, I will graciously accept the role of Queen uh, and, and really kind of you know be the crown jewel in the evening. But uh, you know what? You know what, uh, Jonesy. I, I like you so yes. much. You can be the police, uh, and and Drake, um, you know Drake, you, you you can be you can be you too. But, oh, oh, okay, that sounds cool. I like some Bono. This, and this is eighties U two. This is before we get preachy. This is before we start wearing shiny cowboy hats. This okay, is good. Yeah, oh my I'm god, this in, is no. the next big the the next big thing musically. You know, and uh, Jonesy, you do realize we're gonna have to do the passing of the torch bit, where you know you give you know you give your instruments over to to Mr. Lee, and um, you know the, the music industry will all see, oh, these are the people that oh, this is wonderful, you know, and um, really, just really, I, I think, just really, I think I, I think I think we're gonna have David Bowie on soon. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> I. Be very well 
real mate. Real Nigel, real Nigel, it has been absolutely amazing. Uh, why don't you let the uh, the fans of the Wrestle Talk podcast know how they can get a hold of you on your social media, sir? Absolutely. Well, um, uh, let me start with, with uh, probably my red-headed stepchild of social media. You can find me on the Instagrams uh, at the Rabbit Empire. I'm I'm really terrible about my Instagram, uh, which is really funny because I just got a, a I just got a, a bunch of pictures and videos from uh, one of my handlers at uh, uh, at Dream World Resort in Pakistan. Uh, they they took such good care of me. They were really wonderful. I really need to share them out both on on Facebook and on Instagram. I just I'll be honest. I'm lazy. I want to figure out a way to do it all in one shot. So I do it here, and it just goes out everywhere. Uh, but you can find me on uh, on Instagram uh, at the Rabbit Empire. Uh, I'm available on uh, Twitter uh, at Nigel Rabbit. Uh, there's also the Rabbit Empire's uh, uh, Twitter feed, which is at the Rabbit Empire as well. And then uh, my uh, uh, long dormant, but I think actually maybe coming back uh, sooner than even I anticipate, uh, my my podcast show. Uh, the Nigel Rabbit Show, which is at Nigel Rabbit Show. Uh, and you can find me on all of those. Uh, you can also find me for uh, non-wrestling related, uh, actually, uh, occasionally Queen News, uh, another podcast that I was doing called All the Queen's Men. Uh, and uh, you can find us, see, I believe that's ATQM on air, at ATQM on air. Oh, this is bad. It's been such a long since I've said that one that I have to actually look it up. Uh, so uh, ATQM underscore on there on Twitter for all the Queen's men. Uh, you can find me on uh, the Facebook. Uh, I am Nigel Rabbit. Uh, and uh, there's actually, uh, there's actually if, you do, if you search for Nigel Rabbit, you'll find actually uh, three, three. There's a personal page and then there's uh, two fan pages. Well, one that is simply just at Nigel Rabbit, and the other one is uh, the Nigel Rabbit, uh, and then there is uh, the Rabbit Empire, uh, and then uh, the Rabbit Emp- uh, the, the Nigel Rabbit Show. Oh my goodness, I've got a lot of pages. Uh, you'd think I would have less time, uh, but I spend a lot of my time watching The Walking Dead. Uh, there's um, oh yes, uh, uh, my my Queen podcast of. Uh, uh, all the Queen's men. Uh, and uh, I actually have been working oh my on God. my Is he Star Wars. Still going on? Absolutely. Calm the hell down. Calm the hell down. I'm coming here with a stroke and already. A Jesus, this leave it to an old guy. Leave it to an old guy to come in here. Leave it to an old guy to come in here screaming. Nigel, please continue with your amazing handle. I'm just sick of it. I think the best part is. I, I, I think the best part is is that if Renee had just let me finish this last bit, it would have been all right, and thank you so much for having me on. But now I'm on for another hour because he's interrupted. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a but, uh, Bingo. Bingo. Uh, Renee, do you remember uh, Do you remember my mate, uh, the Jersey Jack SBC? Uh, yeah, <laughs> he was just as bad as you were, except he smelled three times worse. Well, well, I mean, I smelled three times. Well, I mean, Jersey Shore, come on. There's only so much uh, clean you know. water available there. <laughs> but but uh, uh, BC, BC and I do a Star Wars podcast, and we've been doing it for over a year. We were doing originally 
a, a YouTube stream, but uh, we ended up uh, the group we were doing that with. We all lost the studio that we were doing out of, and so we just shifted gears to a podcast. We actually have uh, a Star Wars Facebook page called Imperial Space, uh, which you can uh, take a look at news articles, uh, occasionally little funny things that I go, oh, this is funny, I'm going to share this out. Uh, and uh, we we do our Star Wars podcast, and, and we share links to the Star Wars podcast on Imperial Space, and that podcast is called Jackass One, uh, because BC only has so much creativity. Uh, but uh, it, it's a lot of fun, uh, and uh, the, this last one, we actually ended up going to, uh, you know, one of those little pop-up bars or pop-up pub. We went to a pop-up pub that was a Star Wars pub uh, and uh, had, a, had a lot of fun with that. But uh, uh, I, you, you can find me in the wrestling world at uh, 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 Texoma Pro Wrestling, uh, third Friday of every month. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, the 20th of this month, uh, I will be there. We'll be doing uh, some uh, uh, Ring of Honor inductions. Uh, that's, our, uh, that's the company's... Uh, 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 not really a Hall of Fame, just a, a way of acknowledging, uh, you know, people who've contributed to the company and done done well for the company. I'm very excited about that. Um, and I, if I recall correctly, uh, we live stream from our Facebook page uh, every third Friday of the month. Um, we do. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll be I'll, I'll be expecting my, uh, my my invitation any day now. <laughs> um, I, I'm also I'm also uh, with uh, DFW All Pro, uh, and uh, we we run the uh, uh, second and fourth Friday of every month. Uh, looking forward, we're doing all of uh, all on the line. Uh, actually, this Friday got some tremendous tremendous things coming up. Very excited about all of that. Uh, and then, uh, uh, as I've been mentioning, uh, uh, SWE Fury. You can find us on Facebook at uh, SWE Fury Wrestling TV Show. Uh, I believe even our Twitter is at SWE. Uh, you know, we've been doing a lot of tremendously exciting things about it. Uh, at, at SWE Fury TV is our uh, our Twitter feed. Uh, you know, check it out. Uh, as I said, we are growing. Uh, it, it's literally. Every single week, there's there's new pieces of news that has us all very excited, and we've got I think some of the the best talent in North Texas uh, and from surrounding areas. As a matter of fact, uh, you might you, you might recognize uh, uh, Mr. Niles Plunkay. Uh, Mr. Plunkay Texas is a Outlaws. member of the Rabbit Empire. Texas Outlaws, dude. I've seen those guys. Those guys are great too. Can you feel the look I'm giving you? Uh, man, <laughs> come on, man. Those guys are working their asses off. I didn't say whatever. Texas Outlaws do a great job. You can say whatever you want, Nigel. You're not the be all. I didn't. I'll give a damn what you say. I I I am. Look at you putting on your big boy pants, Renee. Shut up, Greg. (laughs) Don't want to hear your nonsense. Nigel, it was your pleasure to take up nearly an hour of the Wrestle Talk podcast. I'm sorry for being seven and a half minutes late. I've learned my lesson. Okay. Fine. Have you? Have you? Because Maybe. I mean, I don't if, know. It just depends if, how much whiskey I'm drinking. I have no promises. If, okay. No if we're promises. if we're being if we're being honest, wasn't I wasn't I originally supposed to be on the show two weeks ago? 
Wasn't that originally uh, when we? Bro, I had so we're like two weeks. Bro, I already told you. I'm a no, that was last. That was last week. I'm talking about the week before <laughs> when, when you said, it, "Nigel, that you and Nigel." Cousin, I'm so sorry. That was when his third cousin's dog uh, died, and he had to take it. Remember that? Third cousin's dog. What are you talking yeah, about? You're talking about that. Mm. No, oh my no, gosh, you guys are slandering me, man. Well, no, Renee, I'll accept that as an excuse. I, I unfortunately, um, I unfortunately had to, to lay to rest my, uh, my eldest dog, who I've had for uh, uh, about 10, 11 years. A wonderful dog, but oh. uh, cancer, cancer got Sorry to hear that. So, oh, no, terrible. no, I completely understand. I completely understand. You had you told me it was was your your third cousin's dog had passed away, I, I would have forgiven you. Uh, <laughs> but you didn't. Instead, you you lied to me. You lied to me, and you told me it was no, no, coronavirus. No. When you're just upset that you ran out of Corona beer. Well, extra <laughs> is not <laughs> a quality <laughs> of a beer. Extra's just you're your racing, waistline. Bro. You went. Oh my god. All right. Well, Nigel. This could go on forever, but we have to get to the next segment. So thank you for being here. And geez, no, Louise, remind me to never be late to anything involving Nigel Rabbit or the Rabbit Empire ever again, man. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> oh, uh, just as long as, as everyone had a good time. That's the important thing. Uh, thank oh, you so much yeah. for having me. I really, Nigel really appreciate it. And... Gentlemen, or the Rabbit Empire on Facebook. Follow him. Book this man. He's willing to travel. He dedicates a good part of his life to professional wrestling. As you can hear, what he does, when he comes into the building, he's here to do work. And, and yeah, some of you guys might see me trapped for the length, but guess what? There's people that come in here in 10 minutes in an interview. They're boring as shit. This man's been going for 40. He can go another 80. So respect the gangster, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Nigel Rabbit. Have a good night, boss. Thank you, brother. Yeah. You do as well. Have a great show. Boom, there you have it. Ladies hey, and gentlemen. Hey, wow. now, guess That's what? What do you got, Josie? What? I'm part of the police now. According to yeah, the right. phone. That's right. According to I'm part of the police. You know, the musical group police. You know, every breath you take? Yeah. That's that's Nightmare Jones now. And now oh I'm Bono. Gosh. I'm part of, I'm 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 the new Bono. I'm when U two was uh, before they had the Cowboys. Uh, so Bono two. I was gone for three minutes, and you assholes got knighted, and you became rock stars. What the hell happened while I was gone? Oh, you what the hell Michael happened? became Freddie Mercury from Queen. So you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, oh, you didn't hear it. <laughs> oh, oh, God. oh my goodness! Hold on, Renee. I hate to do this to you, but you you got voted off the island, son. It's the Russell Talk podcast with Nigel now. What? What are you guys? You can't vote me off the island. This is you didn't get a rose. You didn't get a rose, son. Oh my gosh, you're hitting me with the auto-tune crybaby. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's fine. Whenever, whenever I have an opinion, you guys want to hit me with the auto-tune crybaby. That's fine. Well, listen. Guys, I have huge news. The FWWC draft, the Pick'em, is happening via Facebook Live, not during the Wrestle Talk podcast, because we have to get to Jason Gamma of Gladius Arena Wrestling. We're going to give you guys a solid 20, 25 minutes with this gentleman, because you know what? He deserves it. He's been working his ass off in this business for a long time. He went from being a student 
to being an in-ring worker, and now he's playing a part in bringing in a new, innovative way of professional wrestling to the Midwest. That's right. He is here at the behest of Caesar. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the show for the first time, the one and only from Gladius Arena Wrestling, Jason uh, Gamma. Hit the music, Jimmy. Lined up for you, and then All we'll right. get into some, some stuff you and I. 
Josie, why don't you jump in with Jason Gamma? Let's see what questions you have. I know you've been doing your research. I know you're a fan of professional wrestling across the globe. Gladiators of yes. wrestling is something that you've been paying some attention to. What uh, questions do you have? Wait, hold on. Okay. No, go ahead and answer, go ahead and ask go, questions. Go I, ahead, I just saw something you posted up there, so I'm, um, go ahead. Right. Right. Ask one, ask some questions. Yes. Oh, gee, oh, my, my God. Yeah, 
so uh, so I hit up my comedian friend Alex Anzel, who lives in San Antonio at the time. And I said, uh, "Hey, look, I, he's a big wrestling fan." So I was like, "Hey, I got Jake the Snake Roberts. He wants to do a uh, like a week long tour all through Texas. Uh, can you can you help me out?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." You know, so so he uh, sent me some contacts. I hooked it up, and we did uh, eight days, seven city uh, comedy tour. Through from like starting all the way down to um, the McAllen, Texas, and then all over from like Corpus Christi, San Antonio, Austin, San Angelo. Damn, so you pretty damn well traveled, bro. Gee, I, I, spent, pretty, I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I, I spent eight days with uh, Jake the Snake Roberts in my passenger seat. Just driving up from driving, spot to spot. Yes, yeah, yeah, city city, and I uh, got to pick his brain a little bit, which which was really nice. Um, the funny thing was, um, like. I was getting some messages. <laughs> so, so um, you know, I, I was I was still recovering from a broken hip. You know, while we were traveling, a few months before that, Jake was just had a hip replacement. So we were, we were both getting out of a car, moaning around. <laughs> and I can imagine you guys walk around like you're 80 years old. Yeah, it, it was it was definitely an experience uh, riding with Jake. Um, so yeah, basically, I I just. I just put myself out there. I was like, you know what? It, it might it might be a long shot that I would that I would actually get to help him out, but um, but yeah, him and Cody they they said yeah, you know if you can do this, you know do it. And I did it. So that's how that's how I got in there. That's a great question, Joe. So so let me get to say. So you went from from working with uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, for his comedy and road story tour, to now you're working with ECW superstar Raven for his comedy tour. That is freaking yep. amazing. Yeah, that is dope. Well, he, he's he does uh, he does um, comedy every now and then. I wouldn't really call it a tour, but yeah, he does. Um, you know, he should, does shows here and here and there. So uh, last year was it, well, it was the late 2018 is when I hit him up. That's all he was doing shows. So I just emailed him too. I was like, Hey, do you need any help? You know, I worked with Jake the Snake and everything and, and, and he was like, Yeah, here's my number and called just called him up and and we, we got some stuff figured out and uh I booked him a few shows down Texas again and um um uh this year I'm gonna be looking to bring him Closer to Kansas City. And yeah, we're gonna talk about that here in a minute, boy. That's exciting. And nothing, nothing is confirmed and concrete yet, but we're we're working on it. So for wow. the comedy show. Right, right. Yeah, well, we'll talk the about the other side show. of things. Yeah. yeah. Glad you saved that one for me. Wow. I, don't see. I like that. I like that. Well, Drake, uh, I know you're here with us as well. And I know you're you're a connoisseur of the sport. I'm I'm, I'm checking out I'm checking out uh, some of the comments. Nigel's comments there, and uh, I gotta say I, I met I met Nigel about a year and a half ago over at MEW. Right. And you know you, I heard a bunch of guys just talking crap on and everything, but he couldn't have been the nicest guy uh, I've ever met. Well, he wasn't so, very nice to me. I'll tell you that. No, I, I, I never was one of the guys. He was honest. He was honest. That doesn't surprise me at all. Well, we're going to get to Drake as well, but Joe, did you have any other questions or uh, thoughts for uh, Jason Gamma here? Joe? I think we might have Joe screening. Okay, that's a good thing. That means we have some callers. Uh, Drake, why don't you jump in here, man, with any thoughts uh, or or questions that you might have for uh, Jason Gamma? Yeah, no, totally. Uh, 
I think it's really, really great. I, I heard some of your story, and I, I, uh, by the way, this is a real. Renee told me, you know, hey, I just need you for the half of the show. I wasn't supposed to be on the full show, but I got a little bit of information because I'm always prepared because I know what Renee does. You know, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> These guys are relentless. And uh, I, 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 was, I was picking apart some of the things that I received, and, and I was going to go through that, but I kind of want to piggyback on something that you were talking about. Um, you, were, you know, you traveled with, with a lot of people, and that's great. You know a lot of people, but that travel with – I, with Jake Robertson, we know that he has a huge, uh, a, a huge, really incredible life story, you know, and, and uh, so, you know, from the low points to the high points, it's truly incredible, and he really inspires me um, personally. And my question is, obviously, I don't want you to, to, to share something that's personal or anything like that, but is there something that, like a message or, or something, a new outlook you received from that, from that car ride? Because I mean, just to be a part of that, uh, not even from the wrestling side, from a personal side, from how you uh, interpret life. Um, how, was there something that you took away from that car ride, and, and do you do that with everyone you drive with, or, or uh, is there a case of that ever happening? Um, well, I, I can actually think of something specifically uh, with Jake. So, um, you know, Jake's very open with with uh, his history, you know, with, with drug and alcohol abuse, and um, also his history, um, he didn't, you know, he didn't have a very good childhood growing up and everything. Um, so one of the stops we stopped at, he did a, um, like a, like a, a speech type thing at a university down, uh, down San Antonio. And he was just, you know, he was just talking to, it, it wasn't a comedy thing at all. all right. Um, he was just basically talking about his, his life and how he overcame drug and alcohol abuse, abuse and everything. And he started talking about... With a lot of funny-ass stories intertwined yeah. well, into the storytelling. Well, well right. specifically, right. specifically it, was, it was a lot more serious. Okay. Um, when, when, he goes, when he hits the comedy clubs, it's, he, he, he... Meshes it really yeah, well. Yeah, he meshes it, okay. meshes it really well. So the, this uh, specific part, he was talking about his, his dad, and if you... I'm sure if you ever want to know the history of uh, Jake and his father. I'm sure you can Google it or something. I'm sure it's all over in it. But anyways, um, when he was talking about that, it made me really um, appreciate what I have because, you know, growing up um, into my adolescence and everything, uh, I didn't have a great relationship with my dad. And that that really made me appreciate what I have with my dad now. So so something like that. Um, and as far as like uh, like on the road with Jake and everything, I had um, and I, there, there was a lot of funny things that happened. I got a lot of funny stories. Uh, he, he likes to pull uh, he likes to pull some ribs. So were you a victim? Uh, I of was, a Jake the Snake rib? Uh, a couple of them. A couple of them. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell one. I'll tell one um, because this was hilarious. So we are we are heading to Corpus Christi. All right, and uh, it was it was in March, so it was it was almost exactly four years ago that we did. It. So um, and you know March down in Texas, it starts you know it's warming up and everything, and when it starts warming up around the water, what happens? Mosquitoes come out. Okay, mosquitoes. Mosquitoes, you know, baby mosquitoes are starting to come out and everything. So we're we're getting to Corpus Christi. We're probably like 45 minutes out from Corpus Christi. So, so he he stops. He's like, uh oh, uh oh. I'm like, what's wrong? He goes, he goes, I got, I gotta take a shit. 
something else that I don't think a lot of people know. Johnny Rocco and I actually started wrestling training on the exact same day. We okay, I did not know that. Just no. over and I know both yeah. of you guys. I didn't know you started. Yeah. And, and I, I like making a, I like making a joke um, saying that uh, that I'm actually <clears throat> I've been re- I've been in the business longer. Because I walked in the door 15 minutes before he did. 15 minutes. 15 that's minutes. true. Yeah, that's, it's that's, like that's the twin thing, right? <laughs> the twin that came out two minutes before yeah, is still the go. older twin. It's yeah. a fact. So, so I, I think, I think you know, to begin with, uh, Rocco and I always had some kind of connection right there. You know, um, I him and we always got along and everything. Um, so, you know, he, he, he talked about Gladius for a while, about this little idea that he had. And it was, I think, if um, – a couple of years ago, he brought it to me, and he's like, "This is, you know, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going forward with it. Um, do you want to be a part of it?" And it was just, it was just bad timing at the time for me. Um, I was, I was going at the time. I was going through rehab for my back. Um, because so now you had a, a hip <laughs> issue and a back issue. So, so I had. Okay, let, let me let me go through my injuries real quick. Um, so yeah, back in 2015, I broke my hip in training. Um, I broke my acetabulum, which is my right hip socket by doing a frog splash. And it just, um, when I landed, my femur just shoved up into my hip socket, snapped my hip socket and popped my leg out. So I I thought I dislocated. I didn't know anything was broken. So I was laying there on the canvas. I was trying to put my leg back in to its socket because I'm like, just put it back in. I'll walk it off. And it wasn't budging. So, so I spent about six days in the hospital, got a bunch of screws put in, and yep, Rocco was there that day. I remember Rocco was. It, wow. It was, it was actually a really busy day in training, so we had quite a few people there that day. And um, so, so yeah, I spent I spent six days in uh, in the hospital, and I remember one of my first thoughts. Um, well, two thoughts went through my head. Uh, one, my girlfriend's gonna be so mad at me. Yep, that 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 was that was my first yep, thought. Yep, because nobody's girlfriend yep. wants to see their man nope. with his leg leg broken. <laughs> no. Okay, I agree. And my wife probably feels the same way. And the um and the second thing that went through my head is I'm never going to wrestle again. You know, and and it was I I saw when I came to training back in 2015, I saw it as my second chance in wrestling because back in 2000 I tried uh, went to this training center. And which ended up being a big old scam, ripped me off six hundred bucks, and it really put me off with to wrestling and everything. So oh, when you got screwed when you were trying to get in, that's yep. terrible. Uh, <sighs> just looking at the comments. <laughs> well, you missed uh, a bunch of the ones yeah, that I, I went by. Bro. I know, I know. You're gonna have to go so, back and read all. So, them. All right, so, so yeah, so let me go back to that. Um, so yeah, I I didn't think I'd ever wrestle again, you know. Um, it was about, and, and then, so, so while I was recovering and everything, that's when, you know, I hit up Jake and I tried to do other stuff. And then after, after the, um, after the Jake tour, I just went in this, this pretty deep depression, you know? Um, and it's just like, I, I, I'm, I'm done. Can't do anything, you know? And it was, um, in July, I got back into the workforce and I, so, so when I first started training, I was 250 pounds. I was like the worst shape of my life. By the time I broke my hip, I was 215 pounds. I lost 35 pounds. I was getting, you know, I was doing really well, losing weight and everything. I was feeling a lot better, and then I broke my hip. But a year later, when I get back in the workforce, I'm back up 250 pounds. You know, so I, I didn't think there was a, 
there, you know, there was a chance for me to ever wrestle again. But when I started working, I started walking more and everything, I dropped about 20 pounds in six weeks. And then I was like, you know what? I, I would, I have to try this again. I, I have to get back in my ring because I feel like, you know, I'm trying right to finish business. So, so I got back in the ring, uh, went back to the XWC and, um, and basically I graduated, um, got, had, had a couple, you know, um, quite a few good matches and some not so good. Matches. I called your so, matches. You did. I did. I got, I called this guy's matches. Actually, you know, I don't know if you know, uh, the very first time I ever I stepped in the ring uh, was September 26, 2015, okay. KCXW's second show. Um, that was um, 2015. 2015. Is that the one at Soccer Nation? That was one at Soccer Nation. Okay, I remember that one. Um, it was three and a half, almost four months after I broke my hip. I got back in the ring. Wow. I was one of Kirk Gannon's faceless followers. Yeah, that's right. When you guys so came I, out, yeah, you had, had the white mask. I had the white mask and everything. I remember that. And I, I remember I, I had I had my crutches and everything. I was still on crutches, and the entire day I was I was walking around practice. I was trying to hide my my yeah. and, and, I, and I got up in there and I threw the ropes. I remember hurting so bad, just stepping through the ropes. But well, you had yeah. the mask on, so you're like, I, I, yeah, I, I had the mask on. It was uh, just five <laughs> just five weeks before that. Um, the doctor gave me the okay to start using my leg because I I was I was um, it was like raised all the time that kind yeah, of yeah I was I was I was basically on the couch for nine and a half weeks you know they 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 said put no pressure on your leg at all for that nine I've and been and out weeks. with a shoulder for so, six weeks and I know how much it sucks yeah don't move it, it keep ice on it well, all the time well, oh. well, well it's even worse you know I'm, I'm not I'm not downplaying your injury. But with legs, I mean, you need well, to yeah, all the food, time. Yeah. you know. I, I mean, at least with with arm or something, you can still walk around and everything. I had split level health at the time, you know, walking up and up and down stairs. the stairs. Yeah, with the crutches and stuff. So what? Uh, so, so back to. Well, no, you, know, you said you want to take a I'm side. Sorry. No, you want to take a side, uh, like a side road to talk about your injury. Yeah, yeah. But that's how I think what led to that is me asking you, how did you go from dealing with all that? now taking on a completely different challenge, right? Like, coming back from an injury is an uphill battle. Trying to run a a wrestling promotion in Kansas City (laughs) is an uphill battle. So, where, okay, how did you get there? Yeah, so, um, so basically, you know, during my injury, that's why I hit up Jake, and and then uh, I, at the end of 2017, I injured my back. I got a fracture in my L5 lumbar and diagnosed with a um, spondylithiosis or something, whatever, like, the curved spine is, so that that put me out for a while and put me into rehab, and um, that's where I was going back. For that. Right. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Lost my train of thought for a second. So yeah. So th- these injuries, you know, at, at, by the end of 2018, you know, I went through, I through the beginning of 2018, I went through rehab, and then by the end of 2018, you know, I'm I'm like, oh, I'm I'm going ready to go. everything, ready to go again. And then I can start feeling again, and, and my body's like, no, you gotta, you gotta stop. And um, so I had my last, my last actual match at MEW in October 2018 with Johnny Rocco. Johnny Rocco I remember. Was my last match. <laughs> so, so yeah. that match too. Yep. <laughs> First day <So>, of last. <laughs> so 2019, uh, it was, it was like I wasn't, I was pretty much done. You know, I I never said retirement or anything like that because I, you know, I always thought, you know, there's a chance I can get back in the ring. How old are you, by the way? I'm 38. Okay. I'm turning 39 this year. All right. June. So, yeah, I'm getting close to 20. June what? 22nd. 
Like onk. Onk. So it's not onk one. No. Like my onk no. onk. It's not. It's no. Not. It, it's what is the onk? It's uh, it's like a cross thing. It's a uh, okay. cross. Oh, okay. With a it has the loop and then the cross. Okay, gotcha. Onk. Yeah, it's, 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 don't be bothered by my ignorance, okay? Just go ahead and continue. <laughs> so, we found out uh, that... Wait, wait. I said I'm ignorant and Drake Lee immediately has something to say. Drake? <laughs> I have nothing to nope. say right now. I See, you're there putting you words oh. in my mouth. You're making people think of me a certain way. It's typical Renee, political BS at its finest, okay? It's, it's true. Night Owl. It's true. Night Owl with a it's K, true. okay? Get it right, Drake Lee. Night Owl, Night Owl is doing political political BS to try to make Drake Lee look bad. Everyone knows it. They've been talking about it. I've gotten, like, literally 100 messages. The same literally way 100. you do to Luke Roberts. Don't even get started with me. You better oh, don't get right me now. started don't, on don't Luke Roberts. That guy, the, the wrestling fossil. The wrestling fossil. Oh You're going to bring him Stop up? It. Stop that right now. Jesus, wrestling fossil. Go, go ahead, Jason. You know it's true. It's true. There's a lot of going on right now. Go ahead. All right. So, so the relics. Caesar's got three. Found out um, we have three senators. Senators that are representing uh, certain warriors. So, Senator Pinky, we found out. Oh, yes! I like this right now. This is the one who found the onk and gave it to Cody Wilson. We found that out. Okay. Okay. So, he is picking Cody as his champion. Okay. All right. Uh, the invitation, which was one of Caesar's relics, he instructed me to give it to the marksman. We all know the marksman. And that was awarded to the marksman at the end of last year at MEW when he took on Angel Stycall. Right, I remember that. And marksman won that match. Now, marksman is not one that makes himself available to everybody. So the fact that he's going to be a part of Gladius is, is pretty it's pretty telling, right? Yeah. Because I know there's probably a lot of different people that have wanted to bring him on board, but he's very selective about he, that. So that, he that's is pretty cool. Selective, and he, yeah. he is. Um, I consider him a, a high-caliber top-notch talent. No question. Technician wrestler. He's just period. He's a high-caliber yeah. period. Whatever you want to label him as, he's fantastic. And he's very, he's very picky on where he goes. So he's got the invitation. So he'll be, he'll be at the show on May 30th. Um, and then we have Sandra Crapel, who we found out. Does, oh no, no, you can't he, tell me he, that. He, we found out really? He does have one of the trophies. Renee, you whine so much. Hold on, hold on. Nightmare Jones has something to say here. Nightmare Jones, geez, please, Nightmare please Jones don't tell me you're on board I, with Senator Propel. Any power this guy has, he's going to abuse it. He's going to lube it up, and then he's going to abuse if it. If you remember, I'm very familiar with Propel. I know you are. He's why would you? He's why would you? almost my entire career. Oh, my gosh. I okay. can't believe this. Yeah, this is... Nightmare Jones, you take baby aspirin. Okay. Joe? So you asked me about Professor Crapel. Well, I happen to love Senator. Professor Crapel. Senator Crapel. Senator. Oh, Senator Crapel. Crapel is a amazing person. How can you not like him, Renee? Oh, my gosh. What are you talking about? Crapel is a freaking troll of the highest okay. order. Are you serious right now, bro? Come on, man. Go. <laughs> Nightmare Jones, I got a question for you. Sure. Do you think that uh, Renee takes baby aspirin for his uh, potential strokes? Because, I mean, his blood pressure has got to be at least 385. 
No, 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 no. He doesn't take baby aspirin. Renee takes my doll. Oh, shit. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Ooh, you, I can't Mike believe drop. you just said that to me, bro. That's pretty, that's going to be a good one. <laughs> so that, that's for the uh, for the crown. 
and then uh, the marksman will be defending his right to keep the invitation against a huge man uh, out of uh, Illinois by the name of Sid Holland. He is so Sid has worked is it WPW. He worked WPW. Okay, I'm familiar. Uh, with six foot four, four hundred and some odd pounds. Huge, huge Big man. Boy. Yeah. About the size of the country, and, and he said he, he, <laughs> he said he's going to be bringing his uh, his brother Jake Jake Trader along as backup. You guys um, are going to need to reinforce the ring, straight <laughs> up. There's a yeah. So that's a he. Sid is familiar with with the marksman. He knows how the marksman can be. So he's going to uh, bring Jake along as a uh, little insurance, I guess. That's what he's telling me. So, uh, and we also we're gonna have a battle royal there for the uh, the gladius sword. Um, so those, let's see, what else? And the Caesar Stone says he is also bringing. He is having his queen accompanying him. Oh, hey! <laughs> Derek Stone, I see you, bro! So, you get <laughs> and, and the queen says that she will present her own gift to the Caesar, which will be Ms. Hyde versus Morgan LeVay. Oh, my Ms. goodness. Ms. Yo, Morgan LeVay is serious business, bro. She just beat Miranda Gordy to recapture the XWE Women's Championship. She's making some waves out there in Salina. Dude, hell yeah. And beyond that, we were down at the casino the month before that, dude. We're absolutely killing it all over the state of Kansas. Well, Jason, let me do this. Um, I know the the timing was a little off today. (laughs) But but the content was spectacular. We've had people 10-plus on the stream pretty much since the beginning of the show, which, if I do say so myself, that's pretty damn impressive. Mm -hmm. Because whenever I go Facebook Live on my personal Facebook page, it's like my grandma and, like, nobody (laughs) else. (laughs) And nobody else. So, uh, Drake, Joe, any final thoughts or questions uh, for Jason Gamma of Gladius Arena Wrestling? Uh, Again, we're going to do something hopefully this weekend. Maybe we'll spend a whole hour going through the card if you're down with it. I know people yeah, we'll, will absolutely we'll love it. Figure we'll figure something out. Any final questions or thoughts from a man before he heads back and reports up, to Brandon? Almighty Caesar? Hey, go I got a few. What do you guys got? I got I got one real quick. If you could please take care of Renee. I know you guys you're in his area. Can you make sure he does get that mydol? Um, it does affect him. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and also, work. I just wanted to say, uh, I, I honest to God just wanted to say congratulations, uh, good, good luck, and uh, I wish you nothing but the success. Hopefully, uh, I can uh, catch something, and uh, I can't wait to watch it somewhere. Thank you. I appreciate that. Josie? Stu, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on to the podcast. This has been absolutely amazing. Uh just promises that you're not going to be a stranger and you're going to come back because there's so much stuff that, that we want to talk about. And, and, you know, each time that you talk, you come back, you can talk more and more and more about the, the uh, promotion and, and, you know, how amazing Propel is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Absolutely. Anytime you guys want to have, want to have me on, I will, uh, I'll come on. So just, just let me know. Well, one thing that's for sure we absolutely live up to our name. We love wrestling, and we love to talk, especially in the case of Nigel Rabbit. Dear goodness, if that man was paid by the word, he'd be a billionaire. My God. It's your fault. Ladies and it's gentlemen, your fault. Please, pay, 
It's not my fault. We were seven minutes late, and we had to a get into the Lucha Lounge. It's a not week, my fault it takes so long week. to get through TSA, Drake Lee. Oh, and Drake, oh my TSA's it was fault, a week. not my fault. It, it was a week and a half. Okay, it was like three weeks. When, it's, when's the seven minutes coming up? We aren't talking about today, okay? It's true. We're talking oh. about, like, the last two weeks, okay? It's true. It's true. I'm sorry if I I'm the, the bad corona, guy here. I had the corona, bro. The corona. <laughs> All right, well, guys, how about you start drinking them with a lime? You won't get sick then. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? That's <laughs> the first piece of sound advice that I've ever gotten from you, Drake Lee. Shout out to Dynamo Pro Wrestling, by the way. Catch Drake Lee at every single Dynamo Pro Wrestling show. We absolutely love Jim and Chris and all the fine folks over that Dynamo Pro Wrestling. Luke Roberts, uh, Chris Chris Rodell, the whole gang, yes, even the snitch. And then, of course, to the fine folks over at Royal Alliance Wrestling. Adam Fresh, we love you too, brother. Hey, you guys have yourselves a good night. I'm going to go ahead and sign off before tonight's show. Uh, Jason, one last thing, man. Drop the information on Gladius one last time so people know where to find you and when the first show is. Yeah, you can find us at Facebook.com slash Gladius Arena Wrestling. Just put in Gladius Arena Wrestling. We're right there. Uh, Our first show is Saturday, May 30th at The Grid in Overland Park, Kansas. Um, we, we have the, we have the flyer up on our Facebook. We got the address right on there. So yeah, we're, uh, Raven will be doing a VIP signing and, um, and taking pictures and, and stuff like that. So he'll be there at the beginning of the show. And for workers, we're, we're still setting it up, but he will also be holding a seminar for workers too. And I, I got to say, spending the time that I've spent with Raven so far and everything, he's one of the smartest guys I've ever met. His knowledge in, in ring psychology is, I swear, it's unmatched. So it's he's someone you want to learn from. He is somebody that you guys are going to want to learn from. And you know what? Because of your loyalty, hold this for me, Jason. Yep. Because of your loyalty, the Wrestle Talk podcast is somebody that you can earn from. I want to yeah. congratulate Susie Haas from uh, the great state of West Virginia, or is it Virginia? I know you're in one of those two states, sis. I want to congratulate you for winning the TriStar TNA Knockouts exclusively licensed trading cards to have one autograph signing sponsored by the great folks at Kincaid, also known as RetroZone, at the Oak Park Mall. And then also, Jason, we would love for you to be there. The Universe Mania Watch Party at Esports in Shawnee, Kansas. Every promotion in the area is welcome. We've had KCXW. We've had NWL. We've had Journey Pro. We've had XWE. We've had absolutely everybody in the house, and we would love for Gladius to have some representation that night. Tickets are 8 bucks. They're going to be $6 advanced purchase. That is the night of WrestleMania. It's our WrestleMania watch party. There's people coming from out of town for that. I would absolutely love to have you guys there. Support local. Make sure that you guys do everything that you can. If you're not loving WWE or AEW or whatever, support your local independent promotion, whether it be Gladius or it be Dynamo Pro or anybody in between. We need to continue to support indie wrestling. That's I-N-D-I-E. I hate the people that spell it with a Y. It's wrong. It's wrong, guys, started. That's going to close out today's show. Any final thoughts, Jason? Uh, hit the music. Let's get out of here. Congratulations, Susie. Man, the whiskey is popping tonight, baby.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.